We're going to We're going to the book of Matthew. Uh, chapter 10. Chapter 10. We are still continuing with our series. The Lord granting it today we will be as short uh, we will try to be as quick as we can be. Because there will be an arrangement to prepare for the wedding uh, at the end of the service. Matthew chapter 10 verse 40 through 41 If you got that place He that receiveth you receiveth me and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. There's prayer requests here. Maybe you got a prayer request upon your heart. And as we pray, you can signify by the raising of your hand. He is, he is able to answer our prayers. Gracious Heavenly Father, we draw nigh to thee once again, Lord. After having heard the songs of Zion, after a wonderful worship service, now, Lord, our hearts having been broken, the ground broken, to be ready to receive your word. May you, the living God, minister to our hearts. And as we up bring our cups of faith open unto you, we bring those cups, Lord, with petitions in them. And these petitions, Lord, our dear beloved children, that will be having exams, others traveling different, uh, far places, Lord Almighty, others not feeling well, especially our precious brother, also Brother Benjamin, Others, Lord Almighty God, praying for the dear ones. We pray that you, the living God, will descend in a special way and stretch your mighty hand upon each and every hand that has been raised unto thee. Lord, to address the needs of the heart under that hand. Grant it, Lord. We believe, oh Father, that when your people, when your children, when your servants are at the post of duty, you, the living God, you are delighted. The prophet says, when you are in mission work, you are never wrong. And we believe, oh Father, that thine humble servant, Brother Benjamin, as he's up and about at the post of duty, Afflicted in the body, but his faith and strength lies in thee. 
We pray that you would touch him, Lord. And Lord, grant him healing as we petition you, Lord. Believing, O oh Father, that you've answered our prayers as we ask it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. We are beneficiaries of this message of the hour and the blessings it carries. That's why we believe. For you said, you mentioned it to the prophet and said, if you make the people to believe you, not even cancer shall stand in your way. We believe, O oh Father, that nothing is going to stand in the way because we, believe, we are believers. We believe the prophet, we believe the message, and we know that the messenger and the message are one, and we embrace it, Lord. We thank you, Father. We pray for the inspiration and anointing this morning. For your glory and honor, we ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated, beloved. Now, we've been following, going through this series. That's uh, respects. And I believe you've been going through this message, respect. And also looking at the few quotes that goes with it. And as regards church order. Now, it's very important. The Lord Jesus Christ, we who are very much aware that. Uh, it was God himself in flesh. He revealed himself. He came, came the way of the cross. And because he used a body, that body addressed the spirit that was in, in him. And that soul would get instructions from the spirit that he dwelled in. Now, when we look at believing or receiving, it's very important. When you receive somebody, you receive them physically, you also receive them from your heart. Deep down your heart, you receive them. The prophet would say, I would have fellowship with somebody. And uh, in a short time, I can tell whether my spirit is moving, is closer with that one. One, the outward fellowship is one. But the most important is the inward fellowship where the spirits can have fellowship. And that's the, the greatest thing that we can ever have in fellowship. Now we've been taught that. Now we were going and looking at the ministry and on Sunday on, uh, on uh, Wednesday we had to touch a few things and looking at the four kinds of groups that will always be a problem 
to the ministry. When familiarity comes in. When people get so used to something. And we learn out of those groups. That we learn of the friends, colleagues in the ministry. Like the prophet would have friends and would have colleagues in the ministry. Then we have family. How relations also get so used to that servant of God that they would despise that ministry. Then we would have People that will just be friends that you, you meet along the way. And by God's grace, we've been looking at some of those things. We have been looking at that. Now, I want you to know one thing that we were talking about Gehaz and we were talking about um, um, uh, Neman, and the prophet what he says about these people. How Neman was so puffed up. How he could not accept he to go deep himself in the Jordan because of his position. And the prophet speaks about, to us and tells us why, why we miss the blessing because we get so high we despise the little things that are set before us. And of course we notice that girls, I mean, Neman, afterwards had to come down and he received his healing. We notice out of that that girls wanting to gain something out of the ministry ended up getting leprosy himself. Why we don't serve the Lord in order to gain something. We serve the Lord because he, we find favor in him with him. And we don't get paid or from people we don't get paid for the prayers we don't get paid for doing that which is right we know that the Lord is there to bless us and he will certainly bless those that are sincere now I wanted to bring you to your attention to this scripture here the prophet now is giving us an example. In the message, he talks about those that are friends. Those that knew the prophet. And would go mocking the prophet. Or mocking the message. In uh, the serpent seed, I've taken this message to relate it because there's some details here which 
the prophet speaks about in uh, the in um, in the message respect which but i would like for you to see something here where it started from because he, sta- he talks about it here and he talks about it in the message the respect now in the message the serpent seed 580928 e and he says uh, maybe Paragraph 246. Paragraph 246. She was a Catholic girl. Walked up there and sat down with that like that. I looked back and spied there sitting up here and they were singing. Took off my coat, walked back there, and put it up around her shoulders. I said, Madam, my, if you're going to listen to me preach, that's Brother Branham speaking to this lady. Would you pre would you please wear this coat? While you are in the church of God. See? Unani? Sure. 2.46. She stomped out of there. And spread them little lips up. She went out the building. She said, if he has got a religion, I wouldn't let my cow have that kind of religion. I said, don't worry. She won't have it. Then we had the tent. They called for me when she was dying. She had a heart attack. And she was dying. Her husband came. He can come quickly. And I was right in the middle. Big tall boy standing at the door waiting for me. And, and I ran. I got in my car and ran out there. Now I want to stop there. Because the rest of the details again. You get them in the message. Respect. What I wanted you to know. Where it began from. Because in respect. He talks about her just saying I wouldn't have that religion. But in, in this message here. He Tells the details that she wasn't properly dressed. She had exposed herself. And Brother Branham took the court. And took that court to her. And said if you can. If you're going to listen to me preach. That I have this court on. And from there she went out of the church. Out of the tent. 
And those are the words she spoke whilst lift, uh, 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 sneering at him. Now, in the message 61, 10, 15, E. When it's like this, always not to, check, to save this. 61, 10, 15, E. Paragraph. Um, I want to paragraph 87 paragraph 87 paragraph 87 paragraph 87 I was standing right there on the corner preaching some years ago as a boy preacher as a boy preacher and there was a woman came by she was Catholic by faith but I know the husband was a Catholic was Catholic she was in nothing and a very handsome, pretty woman, nice looking, about 20 years old, 22. I knew her as a girl here in the city. And she came by and stood there and she said, I wouldn't let my petty, petty pet cow have the religion that William Brenham has got. Now you understand why she said that. Here he only summarizes it. But I wanted you to see where it started from. How she was arrogant. How she couldn't, uh, she wasn't dressed properly and wanting to what to be in those meetings and Brother Brenham giving her advice and how she reacted to Brother Brenham. Now this is what he's saying here. I wouldn't let my pet cow have the religion that William Brenham's got. And the next night, before I could get to her, heard she was dying in the hospital. And I don't know yet what killed her. She was dying out there in the hospital. And her husband came to me. He said he, he was a Catholic. And he came and said, come quickly and say a prayer for my wife. She's been calling you. She's been calling for you all evening. She is dying. Well, I said I'll go. And I got into the car and left the meeting and started to the hospital. And I ran up, up the, on the stage. I met the nurse. And she said, she's already gone. And he said, come say a prayer for her. Anyhow, I said, she's dead. Said, say a prayer anyhow. 
It won't, it won't do them any good now. Said, well, come look at her. And I went down. She had that reddish black, I believe. They call it Obane. Very Obane hair. Very pretty woman. Few freckles across her face here. With great big brown eyes. And that woman, that nurse said, Billy, she died in such agony until she screamed, she screamed out your name as loud as she could. And said, tell him to forgive me. Till the freckles stood out on her face. Like what? Like what? And those big eyes had set, up, set way out and her eyelids had half closed over them. Because you know what happens when a person dies. They are both kidneys and bowels move. And she was there just steaming all over. And it died in such agony. The prophet is speaking here as you know what happens when a person dies and says the, the, the kidneys and the, and the bowels. If you understand that the kidneys are something to do with urine and the bowels have got something to do with uh, what we let out. And exactly that's what happened and she was steaming all over. And died in such agony. Not because she disrespected me. But she disrespected the gospel. That I was preaching. And that God was working wonders and signs and wonders. That's in the message. Respect. He... Who receives me, Jesus said, receives the Father who sent me. He who receives you receives me. He who receives a prophet in that prophet's name. Now, why does he say name? He's emphasizing because there would be so many prophets, but God specifically sends one. And identifies one and vindicates one for the public to know in that prophet's name. And in this age, our age, we have been sent a prophet who is vindicated by God and receiving him, receiving his message, means receiving one that sent him. Hallelujah. Amen. We are still in that message. Respect. 91, paragraph 91. Paragraph 91. Some disrespectful men. Paragraph 91. Paragraph 91. Sometime I go in New Albany. Now, while I was standing there taking 
talking to a sinner leading him to Christ a big old rough handed man in the garage a man was a friend of mine his son-in-law ran the garage next door. I was standing there preaching at a dinner hour. Eating a sandwich. And talking to him about God. Through the daytime. I would find somewhere where I could go to a dinner time and try to win a soul to Christ. He said, Mr. Branham, he said, I was just a I was just a boy preacher myself. He said, Mr. Branham said, my mother had that kind of religion that hurt felt religion. And the tears was running down his cheeks. This man was listening to that message. And he said, my mother embraced that kind of religion. A heartfelt religion. A religion that goes deep in your heart. Touches your heart. And tears was running down his cheeks. I said, how long has she been gone? Said, yes. She always prayed for me. I said, the God that heard our prayers is trying to answer them right now for her. And this man walked in there. Another, this other man walked in there. Said, hello. He was drunk. Said, hey, Billy. Listen. Vera. Said, anytime you want to come over to my garage, you come. But, said, don't bring that old holy, holy roller religion of yours over here. Chofunta. Okay. I turned and looked at him. I said, anywhere Christ is not welcome, I will not be. And so he turned around and said, I'll get next to yourself, boy. And I just said in my heart, a voice said, you reap what you sow. It would be better for you that a millstone was handed to your name and drowned in the depths of the sea. And his own son-in-law, that very same afternoon, ran over him with a two-ton Chevrolet truck loaded down and mashed him down in the ground. What happened? His own son-in-law. Alright? That the same afternoon crushed him with a two-ton Chevrolet which was loaded. 
97 he says see you've got to have to give respect you've, you've got to respect God you've got to do God demands respect you hear that God demands respect now some of you sisters here some of you young ladies here some of you young men in here you are also in the message because a parent somewhere was praying for you and God respected that heart desire sometimes when you are approached to be led to Christ remember that if your parent is a believer they are always praying for you and the answer to that prayer can be through some minister can be through the message of the hour you get a table, you get a book and you listen to that don't despise that when that speaks to your heart like this gentleman was saying here he said my mother embraced that kind of religion a heartfelt religion and as, this, as brother Brenham was speaking to him his heart was so touched that tears were coming out but here comes an arrogant one I want to tell you beloved ones it's up to us parents also let's agonize in prayer for our own children when they don't know anything God's gonna do something for them that's the only way and we are living in a time when the world is the way it is now young men we send them for education young ladies we send them to be trained they achieve the best they can they can drive they can do everything and they become arrogant and despise the message of the hour after having received those blessings sometimes you young people don't realize that that dear mother that dear father just to work hard to bring you up there are many other children you can see out there in the streets with nothing because they were not supported they were abandoned but there is a mother Praise the father that held you through thick and thin and you can still despise what they give to you. I want to tell you something that there's been parents in the world over. These parents in the world over they have embraced the religions but I will tell you one thing there will never be a religion that will be ever compared to the message of the hour. This message of the hour is something because it's from the deep calling unto the deep. The blessings we are getting is because somebody prayed. 
For us to have this Agapao tablet, somebody was praying somewhere. Somebody supported it somewhere. And we are here and we can receive these things. We can receive the message of the hour freely. One time in the States, I was talking in Texas with with brother Joseph and and, uh, I I was testifying and they came some young young girls with boys they were there and they came to me and said I think that was in Dallas Dallas. And they said, Brother Ronnie, you've told us of the poor people in Africa. They said, we have a reason. We have every reason to believe this message. Why? Because God has blessed us. We can see the blessings all over America. Blessings all over. But why should you believe this message when you are not blessed in Africa? You are not blessed like we are. Tell us, how do you believe this message you can believe God. You don't need God if you have everything. How did you make it to believe God when you have everything? Then they kept quiet. I said, I will tell you, we believe God because we have nothing and we are seeking God. And as we, he blesses us when we know that there's a living God. So he makes us to do it that way. Then I went further and I said, you know what? If God had raised the prophet in Africa, maybe in my country, in the jungles of Zambia, where there's no civilization, you would be the most miserable people. Because we would keep that prophet to ourselves. We won't have money to send him all over the world. But God is a way. He raised the prophet in America so that you, by your blessings that is given you, you will send him over to our place. And we receive him. Hallelujah. Says the prophet talks about three nations that he has used. He has used the, the, the Roman nation for administration. The Greek 
What a Greek for the communication. And he has used the Jews for the word of God. So God knows why he sends the word. He does things. And I said now we have received this message in Africa. And by God's grace I'm here in, in Texas and I'm doing mission work to you. Because you, you sent a prof, uh, the message we received the message and we have come back to you to testify. Do you know what happened? They were all crying. And they said, Brother Ronnie, from today, I will never get messages from voice of God freely and never pay for them. I will pay for them. And I will pay my, my dues in time so that this message goes further in Africa. Oh, it was wonderful, beloved. Why? Look at what we are looking at. Respect. When you receive the message with respect, God is obligated to bless you. Because that's his word. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it goes in paragraph 103. I have to paragraph skip Says Jezebel, in the days of Elijah, how she disrespected Elijah. Elijah was actually her, her pastor. Elijah was the pastor of Jezebel. How many believe that uh, Brother Brenham is our pastor? Not only our pastor, but he's the pastor of our presidents also. Because he's the pastor of the generation. You believe that? Yes. If you didn't know, because there are many people who are not even in the message now that were blessed in this message, that were prayed for in this message, that prospered in this message because they embraced Brother Brenham. Elijah was actually her, her pastor. Sure. She wouldn't receive that. Goodness, no. She was an atheist. An infidel. Or idol worshiper. And she had Aaron pagan priests. But Elijah was her pastor. God sent him there to be pastor. He was pastor. If you did bore her out and tell her all her sins, if you did bore her out and tell her all her sins, yet he was her pastor. 
She wouldn't receive it at all. And she disrespected him. She hated him. Sure she did. And what happened to her? God let dogs eat her in the street. That's right. Because what? She disrespected the message that Elijah was preaching. God demands respect. You go to have it. You ever get out, you ever get anything from God, you're going to respect God. And you must do it from your heart. The bottom of your heart. You must do it. But she disrespected God. As she disrespected his prophet. Now she knew Elijah was a prophet. Now, why was Elijah hated? It's because of the message that he brought. He brought prophecy against Israel because Israel had gone away. Ahab had married Jezebel and had brought in a false religion. 108 it was the will of God, no matter what. See, you must respect God regardless of what he does. He knows what he's doing. Did, did look bad. Children suffering, people suffering, sheep dying, no water, no way, no night. The night was hot and sultry. The sun was as bright as brass in the sky through the daytime for three years and six months. And Elijah sitting up on the mountain said, not even do will fall till I call from it. That's right. Oh, how they hated him. Now, Elijah speaks the word. And many a time we don't like rebukes. We like to be pampered. We like to be, you know, to, whatever we are wrong, no, it's okay. It's okay. We are human beings. Yes, we are human beings. And that's why we are giving a scolding because we are human beings. We must reach a stage when we have to come out of this body and for, it to, for us to come out of this the spirit of God must speak to our hearts because that's what will bring the change the body change that's the word and they hated him they hated him for prophesying that they won't be due there won't be rain. There will be a famine. They hated him for that. They didn't ask the reason why there would be no rain. If Ahab had asked 
Elijah. Why won't there be rain? He would have found the answer. Because he was going to be told. You married Jezebel. And if he was going to obey. He was going to put away Jezebel and the false prophets. And the false idols. He was going to put them away from there. Are we together, beloved? That's what he did. You can see in 1.11 the prophet says no matter who you are Christian or not Christian you've got to still bring respects to God and respect what he's doing or suffer the consequences it's either receive it or go into judgment either one you want to he says how oh how could I stand with the testimony for hour after hour of what I have seen in my life. What I have seen in other countries and other parts of the nations and so forth. The things that take place but to omit that just so that you, you uh, the idea of what I'm trying to say to you, you must respect it. I've seen young people sit in the meeting and sneaker and laugh in a meeting and less than 24 hours be crushed into the streets. I've seen young people sit in a meeting in one year when I was in a place and next maybe, maybe within six months go back to the same place and practically every one of them was gone or slain stricken somewhere with diseases and things. That's right. You've got to respect it. You get that beloved one. And I will tell you something. This is always the case. Why is it so hard with young people? Because of peer pressure. Things they are meeting out there. In his time, Brother Brenham is saying, our young people, they are going through trials and temptations ten times what we went through. If Brother Brenham then was saying that, how about now? With all this social media, everything going on, the, the temptations may have tri- uh, multiplied a thousand times. What can help them is when we have on these social media, if we can have a message there on the social media, then it will help somebody somewhere. 
Hallelujah. That's the reason why we are having this. That's the reason why we are having these tablets. Because these tablets are an attraction. And then if our children can have these tablets, they open in there, they hear testimonies, they open in there, they listen to messages. You know what you listen to moves your life. It moves your life. Now, Brother Brenham is teaching us here when you have no respect to the servant of God, to the word of God, no matter what happens, no matter the length of time, you still suffer the consequence. Because God is God. But whilst there is time, that's why we pray for one another. That's why we keep praying for our children. That's why we keep praying for our friends. Hallelujah. Amen. Talking about children and all. The concern Another time 42 children in the Bible were killed. Elisha going in the street and 42 children these children started calling Brother Brenham in 2nd Kings 2 23 there he says and he went up from thence unto Bethel and as he was going up by the way there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him and said unto him go up thou boarded go up thou boarded and he turned back and looked at them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood. And tear forty and two children of them. Now the prophet is saying. In the message. Respect there. If and uh, 129. He says if any of them kids. Now, if their father and mother had said, now look, children, they say that Elijah was taken up. Now, we don't know about that. But anyhow, I don't know whether it's so or not. But I'll tell you the best thing to do is just don't don't say nothing about it. Just go ahead. When he passes, we hear he's coming down through the city today, going to every street meeting some up there. If he does, if you children on the road to school today meet him, just say, how do you do, Reverend? How do you do, sir? Or something like that. Speak to him. 130 says, but instead of that, no, no doubt they had been told they had been told at home. 
they had papa and mama seated and laughing one, an, uh, one another saying what do you know they said that old holy ruler was taken up did you ever believe anything like that and they said this little old bald headed fellow just as bald headed as a pumpkin up there he ain't over 30 years 35 years old and he is he's coming down through there and said he's going to hold a meeting a street meeting Expect us to believe such nonsense as that. Why? He isn't nothing but just a mockery. That's all. Because he won't come to our churches. He's just like Elijah was. He, he won't come to uh, was he won't come to our churches. Probably probably some kind of witchcraft hoodwox that he's got like Elijah. They didn't believe him. So the little children. So the little children was taught that at home. If they had been taught reverence and respect, they would have walked out there before that prophet of God and asked a prayer for themselves. Now look at this. So the prophet parichi. is making an example. He says these children quoting in, in Second Kings those 42 kids were wrongly taught. They were not taught respect. Now you can laugh or you can uh, you can mock those people. Or maybe you may wonder why their children behaved like that. This is the same thing that happens amidst us. In our own homes, the way we behave, the way the attitude that we have, if we uh, we are having altar calls like the prophet quote says. We would be reading, we would be listening to the message. And we would be talking good about the work of God. Sometimes, some of these kids, the reason they come up like that is our own talk in the homes. If we despise pastors, if we despise of God in front of our children. That's what we reap. And our children will respect the message more when they see a father and mother. They are always embracing the message. They will do the same. Because the Bible says, teach the little ones in the way they should go. And when they grow, they will never forget. In this law, which was given to Moses Joshua was taught meditate upon this message day and night read this message read the word to the children as you walk along the way talk about it as you sit to eat talk about it as you sleep talk about it how can children change 
When we can talk about the message of the hour, when we are eating, we can even testify that God bless us. You know the prophet talked about manna from heaven. Now we are having this blessing here. We can talk about those things in reference to the message of the hour. But we don't refer to the message. We refer to things we meet out there. We refer to the gossip that we have about the servants of God, about another brother, about another sister. How can that home grow to love? How would they respect the message? That's the reason why when deacons will summon you and ask you to come and you say, who are you to call? If a deacon can't call you, who do you want to call you? And when the police call you out there, then you say, Pastor, pray for me. I don't know today I have a court case. Don't you know that the prophet says the highest court is the church? The highest court is the altar. Because when you come for judgment here, when you are forgiven, you are forgiven until eternity. When you are accepted here, it's not what you will be accepted out there. Respect is very important. The prophet in uh, in the message question and answer 571006. I want you to come back to respects on 165, but I, listen to this. In question and answer, he says if ever if a family ever loses its respect for the family. The children lose the respect to the parent. That family is torn to pieces. If a church ever loses respect of its pastor, why that church is gone? And if a nation ever loses their respects of the Supreme Court and its decision, that nation, that nation is gone to pieces. That's exactly right. We've got to respect those things because they are the, the big boss. See? But it isn't right in the beginning. Absolutely. And then in respect to 165, the paragraph 165, paragraph 165 if you can't respect the man, respect the office he holds. In God. That's exactly right. See, respect him. If a minister comes up 
Your pastor always respect him. I have heard congregations talk about their pastor. They just talk about him, run him down, ridicule him. How is that pastor ever going to do anything for you? He can do it. You don't, I don't say this church, but I mean churches. I've seen that. If you if you've got you've got to love your pastor. You've got to know that he's a human being. But yet God has made him his pastor. The Holy Ghost has made him overseer. Then you've got to respect him in that manner. And no matter what the pastor has done, if you respect him in your heart, as God's servant, God will respect you for doing it. 166 He that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. Jesus said he that don't receive me he can't receive him. See they said God was their father. He said your father is the devil. You say that. Respect. These things are very important. What's that? Generally, friends, colleagues, the ministry, when stubbornness starts with people that carry the ark, and then God was not pleased with that. You hear the word in the Bible, Ichabod. 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 Where did that come from? Eli. Eli had his own children. They were priests. But they were misbehaving. The prophet, God said, I'm raising a prophet. He brought in Samuel. What happened? There was a siege and the ark was taken. I showed you an example on Wednesday. How Israel marched. If those that are close to the ark they misbehave the word of God is not there. God takes the word away. People would think they are worshipping. They are custodians of the word of God. They are deacons that look at the order in the church. They are trustees that look after property. They have their own places. When a man called of God loses respect for the message 
hata ya ulemu pautenga cannot be controlled or put in order by the message that man is rejected by god and the ministry is rejected too you say what are you talking about brother jeroboam jeroboam wasn't he called? He was called. But if he, he went into idolatry, if he couldn't be corrected, when he is rejected, what is the call about him? If God rejects you, what is your gift about? That's why scripture says many shall come in that day and say Lord didn't we perform miracles? Didn't we prophesy? Didn't we do this and this? In your name. Jesus never said I will say you didn't do it. Because the anointing was there. And the anointing was from Jesus. He put the anointing there. But he says, I'll say, move away from me. You workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Which means God knows his gift. He knows his power. But he doesn't know you. When you move away from the word of God. Like the tribe of Ephraim. The tribe of Dan. We were reading that on Wednesday. They were blotted out. Why? For going into idolatry. And we have learned enough. The prophet says you can. Anything that you, you reverence. Anything you give first place above the word of God. Above God. It's an idol. Let's respect God. And his messengers. And his word. God bless you. Hey! 
has given us time. He has given us the message of the hour. The message that we should embrace. All instructions about worship are in there. All instructions about church order in there. There's nothing that was left out. For us to have an excuse. There's nothing that we have not been taught in this message. After all, we are taught that this message. Gives us rapturing faith. Nothing else will lead us to that, my brother. Nothing else will take us in there. Except riding on this message. Not only riding on it, but embracing it in our hearts. Maybe. Kapena. Somebody would say, whilst we were looking at the message, respect and I'm found wanting. Here's my hand. God bless you. He knows you better. You lifting of your hand is not a show it's your sincere approach it's your sincere attitude to the message say Lord I don't want to be the same I want to embrace this message Maybe I wasn't so serious with it. Give me an opportunity, Lord, to be more serious. God bless you. Lord Almighty, how thankful we are once again. What a great time you have given to us, Lord. Lord, to speak about your word, to speak about the message of the hour, Lord, this is our manna. This is our food, spiritual food induced season. How we were so blind, Lord, but yet you showed us. How we were unworthy, Lord, but you came. Oh, let it be, Lord, that each and every soul, each and every person that is present, when they surrender to you, Lord, you know better what you've spoken to their hearts through the message, Lord. May it be the same, Lord, that we in the ministry will embrace it, Lord, and be more concerned, be more determined to do the best that we can. Grant it, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We magnify you as we commit all into your hands. Have preeminence, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are. We